Previously on Maudlin, Colchester was caught with a stunning bracelet of mysterious origins by a magnificent sultan who wished to gift it to his daughter. He ordered the young man to bring another to match or face death. He and Worsley, unable to fulfill the sultan's command, were about to face execution. Oblivious to these most regrettable events, Arthurton had set out upon a walk in the deer park under the snow-covered trees. Excuse me, young man. Do you have a moment? Of course. Why, wait a moment. You aren't trying to trick me into helping so you can kill me when I've let down my guard. Oh, I see. You met the other fairy of these parts. Indeed. I assure you, I never require assistance in finding my hat. It is so very cold out here and I dropped it in the snow heap. Very well. But... The moment you do anything suspicious... Thank you, kind sir. Um... I think... Wait... Here it is. Oh, but it is covered with snow now and quite as cold as the air outside. Here, have mine. It's a trifle manly for you, but it will do just as well. Oh, <laughs> There, you look quite jaunty in it. Ah, perfection. Ask anything and it is yours. Um, if you could grant me anything, why did you not ask for another hat instead of burrowing through a snowdrift for your old one? I never thought of that. I'm so used to putting myself into helpless situations to test the honor of young men. Such as yourself. I never thought to do it for myself. So you weren't testing me? No, I really had lost my hat. Oh. Happy to oblige, then. Wait, you, you have not chosen your reward? Hmm. I have a mate in rather a spot. Or should I say a rival? We aren't quite on the best of terms. He found the bracelet of the other fairy and must have another to match it or face death. I don't suppose you have one. Oh no, so many jewels are quite tasteless in my mind. Oh. I'll just be off then. Thank you regardless. Wait, wait. The fairy of the forest may have what you seek. I shall fetch her, but I warn you, the sacrifice upon her part may be so great that she denies your request. <laughs> I know women are attached to their jewels, but this is a matter of life and death. And it is for her as well. What could that mean? Oh, I'll just wait here, I suppose. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin Series 2, Episode 1. The Jewels of Death, Part 2. Oh my. What troubles you? Um, it's just, the other fairy was rather, uh, advanced in age, and, uh... You did not expect one, young and lovely? <laughs> I came to see you for myself. I am deeply honored, my lady. The Fairy of the Mountains informed me of your plight, or rather of your enemy's plight, 
It is not often one chooses their heart's desire to be the salvation of a rival. Well, I could not stand by knowing I could prevent it. Or rather, you could prevent it. The bracelet is unique. There is no other like it. I was afraid of that. There is a way to create another. But it is dangerous, and you must trust me. Anything to save Colchester's life. You must cut off my hand. Come again? And my head. What? You'll die yourself. Not if you follow my instructions. I cannot do this to you. You must. Now listen most carefully. My life is in your hands. I have here two branches. I shall lay down and you shall place one into the ground and one at my head and one at my feet. I shall lie as one dead and you must cut off my hand. No! Squeeze it so the blood drips upon the flesh and pure snow and it will create the bracelet. But why your head as well? When you see the Sultan, he will not accept merely the bracelet but will demand a necklace as well. I can see where this is going and I do not approve. You think this is difficult for you? I'm the one whose ruddy head will be chopped off. Get over yourself. I... I'm sorry. I did not mean to shout. I'm just a bit nervous here. That makes two of us. When you are finished, place my head back in place as well as my hand. Then switch the branches. Place the branch at your head instead at your feet and vice versa. Yes. Ready? Uh, no! Good, neither am I. Um, have you done this before? No. If something goes awry, what do I do? Bury me in this very forest. That's a cheerful thought. Now place one at my head. And one at my feet. Is that correct? Fairy? Must be. She's out cold. Now, chop off the hand. I... I can do this. Just... Uh, breathe, Atherton, breathe. Chop off. The hand. Ugh, it's the bracelet. Even more spectacular than the other. Her living blood turned into jewels. I'll just put the hand back into position. Now her head. No, I can't. I simply cannot. I'll switch the branches back. I shan't be held responsible if she dies. <gasps> Your hand! It has returned as though I never cut it off. But of course. Where is the necklace? I refuse to put you in such jeopardy. You must! No. I thank you for your assistance, but I shall go on the bracelet at my wits rather than mar your lovely neck. Your own life may become forfeit. Then so be it. You are a brave and noble warrior, 
farewell. Execute them! Can't we talk about this? Now! <gasps> Stay! One moment! The jewels! Flashing in the sunlight! It is the bracelet! You shall find it equals that already in your possession. Indeed it does, young man. A more superior pair I have never set eyes on before. This means you shan't be put in Colchester to death? Or me? Sire, did you not hear me? These are magnificent indeed. Far too magnificent on their own. The princess will demand a necklace as well. What? We did as you asked! You mean I did? Bring me a necklace, or you all perish! That can't be so, we agreed on the- If you wish to die now, our swords are not yet sheathed. No, I do love searching for non-existent necklaces, don't you, Worsley? No better way to spend an afternoon. You're alive! Thanks to Atherton. We did our best. Indeed. However did you manage to acquire the other bracelet? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Really? I sliced off a fairy's hand. Atherton, really? I put it back. Surely it's nearly time for them to return to their own dimension. If we only hide... I must find the fairy of the forest and take off her head. Atherton! I tried to go through with it before, but simply could not. Granted, the need was not as pressing. And you think you can now? I... No, you're probably right. Perhaps Worsley's suggestion is not entirely without merit. Indeed. Wait for me! Are you sure it was here? Yes! Fairy of the forest! Help us! I thought you would return. Is there no other way? I fear not. Could you come back with us to reason with the Sultan? And when he discovers the magic of my blood? Oh, they'll drain you of it, torturing you to death to get the jewels they desire. That does not constitute what I would consider to be an available option. Here, here. Whatever are we to do? Where did she go? I don't know. Fairy of the forest? Fairy of the forest! They've gone. We were given quite a fright when the warriors returned, but... they vanished again. Indeed. Ah, that settles it. No need to concern ourselves with the necklace. Who's for a drink? I don't... We, we know! know. Oh, 
Quite nippy out, isn't it? Slightly? I'm blue all over. You could be a Pict from Scotland. Oh, very droll. I warmed you up some cocoa, Worsley. Thank. And that's Guinness for you, Afferton. Scotch for you. Thanks, Sophie. Afferton. What's that in your pocket? Oh, it's... But that's impossible. The bracelet. I thought they had all disappeared. My gift to you, O noble one. I suppose not. Did you hear that? Hear what? Nothing. Miss Roberts, you simply must accept this token for all the trouble we've caused you of late. Oh, Atherton, I couldn't. I insist upon it. Oh, it's lovely it is. Oh, how it shivers. <laughs> Women and their baubles. Baubles? Atherton, you realise that must have been worth at least £3,000. Probably more. <laughs> Knowing Sophie, she won't be selling it. What? are you implying? He only means she rather liked it and would be more inclined to wear it than to pass it off to some jeweller. Oh, that's all right then. (laughs) Everyone knows it's me she fancies. Pardon me? Uh, We were discussing the cat that comes around the college, Miss Roberts. It's taken quite a liking to me. What? I believe Westbrook was on the verge of requesting a shepherd's pie. What have you three been up to? Nothing. Merch. The circumstances which surround those situations in which we find ourselves do not necessarily correlate with what is commonly held to be the normal routine within the specific jurisdiction of the centrality, or should I say general geographic definition, of what has come to be well-trodden by our respective persons. However, within... If you don't want to tell me... Fairies! We saw fairies! I jolly well hope that by the end of winter term, not a mythological creature is ever seen again. I would that they had never existed. Um, I hate to point this out, Worsley, but usually by definition, if it is mythological, it never existed. Now you're confusing me. I thought that was my calling in life. Maudlin Series 2, Episode 1, The Jewels of Death, Part 2. Featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Percy Arthurton. I don't think I ever could have cut that fairy's head off. Peter Franson as John Westbrook. Nor could I. She was gorgeous. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. I could have if my life were on the line, and it was. Bruce Busby as Lord David Sesson. Worsley, I should hope you will be seriously considering that seemingly cavalier attitude toward the existence of others. Fiona Thrall as Sophie Roberts. <laughs> now you're sounding like Atherton, Professor. David Oates as Winston Colchester. I do so hate to agree with Worsley on any matter, but if I were threatened, I could take anyone's life. Julie Horvison as Fairy of the Lake. That's quite shocking. Lee Larvid as the Sultan. Quite dangerous around here, isn't it? Charlene Harris as Fairy of the Forest. How did I manage to project my voice into Atherton's head? You're just that good, my dear. Plus, Atherton has a big head. What? 
Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chipman. Produced and engineered by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts. Visit their website at bfb.com slash spareparts. Remember brokensea.com is your address for more behind the scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Modern College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2009.